Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight is step number three, connection. And tonight is the introduction night because it is the first Monday of the month. So this is the first time we're talking about step three this year. And I love connection. Connection is something that I need very much of in my life. And so it's something that I have been um, pondering for quite some time. But before we get started, let's introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Fair. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I had a pretty good day. I feel like good. I've been I running since I got up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did have a busy day. I did. And one of the exciting things that I did today is I spoke in front of a room of uh, some of my um, Polka Dot Powerhouse sisters and got to share um, some information about fear and how to master that fear. Um, So everything I love, and it was very uh, exciting to be there and to be speaking in front of them. Right. You did an excellent job. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was really fun to do. I was I was kind of nervous about it because I I haven't done very many um, talks on my own because Terry and I talk uh, do our workshops together and we do the podcast together and so I haven't done a lot of stuff solo and um, I wrote like I had like two different talks I was looking at and which one did I want to do. And then I just started making slides, uh, PowerPoint slides, and I kind of put the script to the side and just went um, from the knowledge that I have. Uh, So it was very um, just me in the moment, and uh, I think it turned out all right. I think it turned out great. I was I I felt that you were in the moment and that you were speaking from what you knew, which I think was very powerful. Well, thank you. And Terry was there, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that was nice. Had a couple faces in the in the audience that I was very familiar with, Terry being one of them, and so it was nice to have some mm-hmm. people there that were supporting me, as well as some people sure. who don't know me at all. Uh, so, yeah. um, it was, it was a great experience. And I think that it kind of leads into connection because with everything in fearless living, we connect to ourselves first. And I think it was a process of getting in touch, um, with myself and what was really the mission or the message I was wanting to share today. And I think writing the other talk still got me to the point where I was ready to kind of think, okay, what do I really want to say? What do I really want to talk about? And I started creating these slides, and they weren't in order, and they may not have made perfect sense. Um, But when I was um, halfway through it, 
um, I started seeing a top. And so mm-hmm. I I just went with it and trusted myself and, um, you know, let that, let that, you know, whatever was going through me at that time, you know, speaking to my PowerPoint, you know, slides, um, let it be. So everybody mm-hmm. um, was very, uh, very kind and, you know, uh, said that they got something out of it. So um, I'm trusting that that was what I was supposed to say. Um, and it came from me connecting to myself and connecting to um, my my true mission in sharing this information. Mm-hmm. So yeah, leads into say it, was a, it was a real example of connecting. Yeah, and then by doing so, I got to connect with the people in the room um, because I wasn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Concerned. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't because you, about, you were listening. Was I on script or? Hmm? You were listening to yourself and to your intuition instead of reading from a script. Yeah, that's what I was I was saying too. Yeah, instead of you know looking at a script and making sure that I was saying everything that I wanted to say and and all of that, I was able to really be in the room, be with them, and mm-hmm. I think that that's why it came off so well as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, what did uh, you so learn about connection from that experience? What did you learn about connection? Well, I mean, I, I think that um, you know, I can write a pretty talk and have it all come together and love all of the the words that I that I use and the examples and all that kind of stuff. But when you're in front of people, it needs to be more than that. There needs to be interaction. There needs to be connection. There needs to be um, soul speaking to soul. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can't always get that in a pre-written talk that you're just reciting basically. Um, mm-hmm. because there's no way I could have memorized it. Uh, so I think that um, just letting go of that need for a script um, and just letting my PowerPoints be kind of my guide through the conversation, um, I was able to be present not only with the people in attendance but with myself and yeah. share um, share what I know and have my personality shine. And I feel that the outcome was that everybody, um, everyone was connected. People at the table were connecting to each other and, and mm-hmm. sharing stories and, and, you know, ways that they have things in common or, or, um, they did an exercise where they drew their fear and some of them were, you know, confused. And so they were talking to each other, you know, what are you, what are you drawing? Is is this right? Does this look right? Right. So everybody was, <laughs> it was a spirit of connection. Everyone was feeling like they could trust the people in the room, connect with the people in the room and have that, um, that same experience together. So I think it was very, powerful in the sense of connection and I think that 
that was possible because um, of how I approached it. Mm-hmm. Great so, insights. Thank you. So, Terry, as this being the introduction night, um, how about you tell us what connection is for you and how do you um, access it in your life? Well, I think connection has a lot of uh, different aspects to it. Mm-hmm. And so there there are times that uh, connection is with your own personal, you know, your personal uh, intuition. And sometimes connection is with others. And sometimes connection is with your surroundings. Uh, connection with, you know, there's just so many ways to connect that I think it's it's so multifaceted. It's it's amazing to think about even set your attention intentions around connection in order to connect with others in a positive way and have fun. I mean, connection is one of our basic needs of all human beings. And mm-hmm. after after having, you know, food and and shelter and love connection is probably our next um, most common common need that as human beings we share. So connection is is uh, many things, and I think it just depends on like you were talking today. Our fear is is different for each of us, and I think connection is is also a unique experience that we we have. That's probably we probably don't all connect the same way. It's it's a very personal kind of mm-hmm. experience that we have when we connect with connect with people in an authentic way. And I think for me, in my experience as a, as a coach, that what comes first is is really connecting with yourself and believing in yourself and loving yourself, and then being able to fill your cup. You talked about that today as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's difficult to connect with others and and uh, authentically make connections without having a, a full cup of your own in order Absolutely. to go forward with with uh, connections. You know, but some people are very. I mean, there's a lot of research around. We have multiple intelligences, and and some of us connect with certain aspects of our environment more readily than others, and so. You know, maybe you connect with nature, and that's your main main as, you know aspect of connecting is you connect with nature, and that's where you get your your fill your cup. Maybe another person connects with music, and that's how they fill their cup. Another person's spirituality fills their cup. Another person's uh, reflection or in you know um, being able to be look inside, be very introspective, fills their cup. So. I think it's con- understanding what what we connect with and how it nurtures our souls and keeps us, um, you know, gives us that connection with whatever that is that that really nurtures us and keeps us um, feeling, you know, feeling. I don't know. For me, it's just feeling a value, feeling loved, feeling purposeful, meeting my goals and my objectives. You know, so there. I think. Connection is a very personal experience, and it's different for for each of us. Mhm. Yeah, 
Can you think of a time in the last week where you had a um, a powerful connection, either with yourself, with something, with someone else, that you can share with us? Well, this last week was an opportunity to really connect with, with my family, uh, just because of the nature of, of Thanksgiving and everyone coming together. And so for me, I, sometimes holidays and connecting with uh, having a lot of people around you can be um, a challenge, especially if you're a person who gets your energy, you know, from, uh, from inside and, and a lot of pe- having a lot of people around you can be distracting. So for me, it's setting an intention and the intention being to connect with others in a meaningful way. And then how to, how am I going to go about doing that? So I set intentions, and an intention is a, a willingness on my part to be present and to practice connecting in meaningful in a meaningful way, and not getting um, upset. And and it's it was a chance for me to really practice that because just the nature of cooking a big dinner and having a lot of people at your home can can bring up a lot of expectations. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I am a recovering perfectionist. So it does bring up a lot of expectations around how I, you know, how I have things ready for, for it to be a good experience for other people. And so mm-hmm. even though I did, it, there were times during the, the, the day that I, I did get frustrated or I got a little, you know, my expectations got a hold of me and I had to remember my intention and I chose to then go back to my intention to connect in a meaningful way and to uh, have, to have an enjoyable time and to have fun. And so the, the connecting was meaningful even when it was a challenge. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the thing about fearless living that I find really amazing and validating is that even in the midst of a connection you can lose that connection but if you have an intention yet if you have an intention to connect and to be authentic you can pull yourself out of that spiral that might take you into uh into fear and uh self-destructive behaviors you can stop that and remember, my intention is, and then have a proactive behavior, take a deep breath, uh, step away, um, let it go, and then be back into the, the mode of connecting. So that's an experience that I had just, uh, just this last Thursday when, we had, when I had 20-some people here for dinner. And right when you're ready to put dinner on the table is when it can be really frustrating and everything needs yeah. to come together at once, and the turkey has to be carved, the gravy has to be stirred, and um, there's been times when I've just let that over overtake my intention of being connected and focus only on that instead of the people and the connections that I want to make. So it's a work in progress. It's an opportunity to practice, and that's what I love about intentions is that word practice. Yeah, and I think that's such a great tool. I don't know if I necessarily came to that right away. That intention um, could be a tool for connection, but it's perfect for connection because your intention supports your why. 
So you have to get connected with yourself to know what your why is. Um, Why are you doing this? Why are you wanting to practice this? Why are you wanting this, you know, um, adventure, um, you know, this outcome that's going to come from you practicing, practicing this, right, over and over every day? You have mm-hmm. to know why you want it. And right. so you're going to have to connect with yourself to to become clear on what your why is. And so I think that that's really great. And I think it's also when I was thinking, okay, well, what are other tools that would support you to connect with yourself? And I was like, well, gratitudes and acknowledgments. And I'm like, we say gratitudes and acknowledgments and intentions for everything. And we do because it's just basic <laughs> tools. That you do every single day. Every single day you're going to do acknowledgments, gratitudes, and set an intention, right? Mm -hmm. And so the Mm -hmm. reason why you do that every day is because it helps you do all these different things. It's like 12 birds with one stone. Mm. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, but I think the way that acknowledgments help you connect to yourself is because in that process of thinking, okay, what did I do today that I can write down and acknowledge myself for, right? You're connecting with mm-hmm. yourself. You're remembering what it is that you've done. You're, you're going, okay, that, that I can acknowledge myself for that. And you're writing the acknowledgement down. And I think that that is, I think acknowledge, acknowledgements are so powerful in that way. And then gratitude mm-hmm. is a way of looking outside of yourself and seeing, okay, who who has done something for me today that I am grateful for? Or what what has happened around me today that I am grateful for, right? And so it's connecting with things that are outside of yourself that you can um, that you can be grateful for, that you see, that you connect with. You know, like to, today, well, the um, uh, last four days has been raining, um, and it never rains here. And, um, you know, and so – Sometimes it's like, oh, the rain, I want it to stop. I don't want to have to walk out in it, um, especially on Sunday when you're dressed nice, right? Um, but then you also think, well, the Central Valley of California is in desperate need of rain. And uh, so it's it's connecting with with the, the beauty of it, the – uh, you know, the peacefulness of a rain, right? So, and being mm-hmm. grateful for that, for that rain, being grateful for um, the water levels getting back up and um, the drought not being so bad and the snowfall that's going to help us, you know, um, with, with the water tables when it melts in the spring, um, you know, and it's thinking about and connecting to all those different points um, just because you're um, forming a gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Is it's, there? Uh, keep going. Well, I was just gonna say it's uh, it's really amazing what just a few strategies that you can put into your life can make a difference about everything that you do, and and I think that being that gratitude is one of those, and being able to set intentions and practice what what uh what's meaningful to you you know and get clear on that and i think that those are two of, some of the gifts that fearless living brings to to people and helps them to uh realize how grateful they can be for the life that they have absolutely 
I was talking to someone today and they were they're voicing how someone in their in their life is is kind of negative and mm-hmm. and I said, well, you know, there's two different kinds of people generally speaking. Those who think the world is for them and those who think the world is against them. And usually people that have a negative uh, spin on life, um, they they see the world as against them. And a way that we can shift that idea, a way that we can shift ourselves out of negativity and and seeing that everything is out to get us is gratitude because mm-hmm. we're focusing on all the things that are going well are all of the surprises, all of the the um, little blessings that we have in our lives. And it can be, for me, my gratitude can be as simple as uh, my two-year-old smile. Um, mm. and, and then up to, you know, things that are, you know, some great act of service. You know, like um, my 14-year-old finally loaded the dishwasher today. Um, and and so you know gratitude can be can be big things or or little things it's it's all of those things that kind of maybe i think of it as something that touched my heart made me smile um gave me warm fuzzies um or was really appreciated and i think when you can focus on that you can be looking for that you can be writing those things down, it really can shift you um, out of that, that negativity um, because you're focusing and seeing all of this good. And I think that that mm-hmm. also the reason why it works for connection is because you're connecting to all of these things, right? Like I said before. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then it's also a connection to yourself because it's, it's how those things have affected you. And you have to connect with yourself to be able to 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 recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, it's just all mm-hmm. it all starts to work together, and and I know we're just kind of starting this this new round of the steps to freedom. But as we go through these steps, there you'll you'll recognize how they work together the synergy between the steps and how you just kind of flow from one step to another and how they support each other. And if you're with us for the second or third time of going through these steps, you're already practicing this uh, flow of how these steps work together and you just kind of slip into one to the next and, and they support each other as you grow because this is what the sixth year that we've been doing this and and our understanding and the, the depth of rigor that we apply to these steps and how they they work synergistically in our lives uh, just increases every time we go through these and we share them with other people. Absolutely. And that's why, I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I continue to want to do this podcast is because I'm connecting to the work at least once a week. Right, I'm doing mm-hmm. a full dive into the work with our listeners, with you, for a half an hour once a week, and then there's mm-hmm. prep work and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, if I did nothing else all week, I have this, right? 
and it's it's a connection to the work. It's a connection to the power that lies within fearless living. And it's because we've done this, I have grown in my ability to do my acknowledgments every day, to do my gratitudes every day, and to have them be richer and more specific and um, powerful in my life. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what what keeps us connected to the work of fearless living is how it it increases in value as we do the work and practice it in our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I stay connected to the community as well. I'm very connected mm-hmm. to uh to the community of fearless living, all of the fearless living coaches. Um, to Rhonda Britton, our founder, um, I stay connected to uh, to that as well because it also feeds or fills my cup um, to be mm-hmm. plugged into that community and plugged into this work. Um, you know, I have friends that are just amazing, and and as I, as I stay plugged into them, that fills my cup as well. And so, as you were saying, like plugging into nature, plugging into um, going for a run, plugging into um, doing crafts or whatever that thing is that uh, that fills you up, plugging into it. I think that so often we hear the the term unplug, and I think mm. that we would need to unplug less if we plugged in to things that we were passionate about, we wouldn't Mm -hmm. need to unplug from our day because our day was full of have tos and shoulds. We would, we would want to stay plugged in to our passions and to our purpose and um, doing the things that we want to do and the things that we can do and the things we will do. Um, I think it's when we get stuck in the expectations and the shoulds and the um, the have tos um, is when we when we uh, want to unplug. Mm. Yep, I think that makes a lot of sense. Well, and you. I think our as we were talking about intentions, that you know that kind of is how you can stay plugged in even when things. Because I, I just I never want to give our listeners the impression that because you practice fearless living that your life is going to be oh just you know nirvana and easy. We're oh, still going to no. have challenges. The good thing about I mean the real value in, in the fearless living principles is that in the midst of of conflict, you're able to access what you were just talking about. You're able to access your your passions. You're able to access those things that fill you up. And you're able to then uh, be able to deal with whatever whatever it is that that you're experiencing that that might be difficult. You know, you're able to say, okay, mm-hmm. I can face my fears. I can move forward because I'm connected. I'm connected to what mm-hmm. what feeds me, what what uh, motivates me, what keeps me on the path, and makes me want to 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 be strong and to be able to look this this challenge in the eye and say, you know, I, I got this or ask for the help that we need in order to accomplish what, what we want to accomplish. And 
And that's being connected, you know, being connected to what, what is it that, what's your why? You know, what, mm-hmm. what keeps you going in the midst of conflict? What, uh, what really helps you to, um, to be able to do that? And I think that's, that's one of the great gifts of fearless, li- fearless living strategies and techniques that we teach as coaches is that we're, we enable people to um, connect to their passion, to know what their passion is. <laughs> And then to be able to connect to them. Yeah. Okay, Terry, we are almost out of time. So what is the one thing you want our listeners to take away with tonight? Um, Well, I I mean, it's just our introduction to connection. I think that recognizing connection is one of the really powerful tools to to move forward in our lives will give us the – the courage to connect to what really matters in our lives and to, to be aware of that and willing to do whatever needs to be done in order to, to uh, have that passion and that purpose in our lives feed us and uh, help us to be what our soul intended us to be. Love it. Yeah. And, and mine is start with yourself. Uh, start with yourself, start connecting to yourself, start really paying attention to you and what excites you and what doesn't and um, all of those things that are in your life. Uh, yeah. As, as we come to a close, I want to remind you all that all of this information is from uh, Rhonda Britton, the founder and CEO of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about her and the Institute at fearlessliving.org. We thank you so much for being here. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. <laughs>